it's hot. It's hot and sweaty. Now, that's good when you're in a sauna, but not when there are five of you crammed into a couple uh, studio that's just big enough for a red bucket, a blue bucket, some cleaning chemicals, and a Mr Dusty with a pickaxe buried in its speech module. We have just about removed most of the heads from the unwanted armpits. No one knows who made the smell, but we've all agreed that none of us will have onion badges for lunch on Tuesday again. Juan has checked that everyone heard his sit in my knee and we'll talk about the first thing that pops up joke and tried to stop his moustache drooping in the humid atmosphere. Harry Balzac has used the heatwave to justify another outing for his shots. His short shots. His two short shots. And has spent the last two hours dropping his pencil and picking it back up again. Flossie has on her big sun hat, the one with the wide brim that takes up most of the room and blocks out the light from the 20-watt fire glow bulb. The apology officer has clearly gone mad in the heat and is shouting and gesticulating randomly. Oh wait, turns out they're just Scottish. False alarm. Amelia, we assume it's Amelia, sits the corner with her head inside a small fridge which Nurse Wyeth usually uses to store medical samples in. A few vessels lie scattered and leaking. Ah, that's where the smell came from. This is a visitor from Dockers lying prone in the corner and it may be difficult to understand but he's actually bringing the tone down. The door opens with a gust of beautiful cool air from the corridor. A large bearded gentleman in a Hawaiian shirt, shorts and flip-flops pokes his head round the door. He takes a bite from a decadent looking ice lolly and says... Mike's alive. <clears throat> no, look at you lot just lying around semi conscious all day doing nothing. Just because our orbit has decayed and we're a bit closer to Proxima than usual. Come on, it's sunny outside. I'm Harry Balzac. And, oh bother, where's my pencil? Oh, there it is. Oh, oh God! No. Oh, 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 look at it! Oh, no! Oh, gee! Oh, oh, make it go away! Make it go away! Ow! <laughs> off and um, will my finger do and i'm putting my head back in the fridge hey who's poking me and my heartless and i can't apologize enough for what we all just saw uh, standing on my favorite gonad i'm mine care and i can lick my own elbow oi that's not your elbow no stop it or i'll get or you'll get a panning i'm norma snuckers that's okay. I quite like it. If you're worried about unexpected movements, why don't you ask Dead Meat for help? I hear he's got a big hauler and is always willing to give you a tug in the right direction. Talk amongst yourselves for a moment whilst I get a little more comfortable. Do some headlines or something. Oh, God. Someone's made long trip for nothing. The loneliness of the long-distance mugger. 
Commander Veronica has been watching her wait. And talking of careful landings... Hope springs eternal. Pew, pew, hullabaloo, comfort, quibble, blub. And now for something completely different. It's the BTS. From Eden, this time, events, dear boy, events. It seems that someone has been pulling Dr. Maidling's plonker. And that's not only dangerous, an awkward thing to do in public, but it's a downright dangerous thing to do to a man wearing a spacesuit on a planet with no atmosphere. Bring the FTM Ishvahan, they said. Have some laughs, explore an Earth-like world, they said. So good old Eris, I've just noticed that sore backwards. Eh, that explains a lot. Uh, took his fleet carrier and started exploring this Earth-like. <clears throat> Hang on, I hear you say. And I would do if that's how radio worked. Surely we can't land in Earthlikes at the moment. Something to do with Glide Mode being just a made-up name and there's no way those silly wings in the Type 9 would work in a planet with a decent amount of atmosphere. And yeah, what about Thunderbird 2? It had wires to keep it in the air, for goodness sake. Well, this is where it gets interesting. In a sort of reverse Capricorn 1 situation, Dr Maidlung's passengers kept insisting that they had landed on an Earthlike. Just look at the grass, they said, saying the reasons saying the reason for keeping your spacesuit on was because of the smell, since farmers had just finished muck spreading on those huge fields you can see, stretching out as far as the horizon in every direction. Eager to discover what bounties lay in store, and really a man with several degrees in particle physics should be able to tell when he's being conned, even though, even through the, vi- the visor of a spacesuit, Eros was last seen striding out saying he'll be back as soon as he's been to the shops and top up with milk, baby wipes, well those suits can really chafe after a while, and something for tea. Concerns were raised when his figure stark and amid stark against the dying light of however many suns this world has, was seen to remove his helmet to wipe his brow and then immediately disappeared behind the hill, just like a plane does in a movie before it explodes. We're sure that he's okay though and if there was a problem, we're sure that he'd have found an old probe from when the planet was mapped and use it to show us he's in trouble. So meanwhile, put the kettle on, we're just waiting for that milk. Cast your minds back. Back to the GIMP run of 3303. That's the Galactic Intrepid Mug Proliferation Project, where many of us took mugs to all of the important parts of the galaxy and took a selfie in front of Sajay's star with a container of mugs slowly spinning towards the black hole. Well, Commander Jenix, in what seems to be an homage to that mighty voyage, has been throwing mugs away. In a good cause, of course. He sent one container to follow its forebears, no, not like Goldilocks, as a veritable poke in the god-sized eye that is the gravity lens at the centre of the galaxy, but has followed it with another mug overboard at the bottom of the galaxy. If a galaxy can be said to have a top, bottom, left or right, look, let's just say that in the way it's normally displayed, 
for those of us who always approach other ships in the same orientation or turn the map as we follow a route or just prefer to think of it as imposing some order on a random, unchaotic universe, it's due south. As far as you can go before you reach the intergalactic void lies Livingston Point. More prosaically known as Hippuai Ecu Psi SD30. Here, Genix created his space jetsam and sent the mugs onwards where no frameshift drive energies will warm their contents. No trucker will gaze wistfully at their simple yet elegant design. And no drinker of Hutton Blend coffee will be able to complete the best pairing of hot stuff and a shapely container since Ashling Duval won the last, insert personal pronoun here, galaxy competition. The mugs will continue their journey alone, but not unloved, tumbling forever. Or until the container's integrity fails, which should be about five minutes. Oh well. Commander Veronica has found a planet that has to be everyone's vacation dream spot. Imagine a planet where you really don't need to worry if people think you're lazy if you just lie there, and no one is going to come along and put a towel on the sun loungers in the early morning. You'll just lie there, because with a surface gravity of 45G, yes, that's right, 40 stonking five times the gravity on Earth, it'll be amazing if you can draw breath let alone move. You wouldn't need to worry about sun lounger procedures because A, what did I just say about being able to move? And B, even if you could, the planet has an average temperature of 3700 Kelvin. And that's hot enough to melt the steel frame in an instant and make the fabric go up with a whoosh like magician's flash paper. You wouldn't need to blow up rocks to find minerals, just use a cup. Assuming you can find one that doesn't melt, that is. The planetary database notes that the planet is not terraformable. This we have filed in the same drawer as the response that Dr. Watson would give if his detective companion asked if he was still suffering from constipation. So what can you do on this planet? KDI 17011, count yourself flaming lucky if you manage to land in one piece, that's what. No point in trying to step foot outside your ship. Did I mention the gravity? And do make sure your ship is in good condition before attempting to land, as a drop from any height will make your shields flare brightly, the hull integrity percentage fall quicker than a cryptocurrency on an unfounded rumour, and your sphincter tighten fast enough to make a noise that can be heard half a mile away. We understand that Shay Blackwood was heard to say hold my beer before checking that the tyres were correctly inflated on his racing SRV as he disappeared in the direction of the inner Orion Spur. The speedball merchants have already managed to try at least part of their usual technique, that of head towards a planet as fast as possible, but they seem to have stopped short of the bit that goes and miss. Still, with all that gravity, the debris should all be in one small flat pile. Several pilots have managed to land in one piece. It seems inching down slowly using FA off for short bursts is a good technique. Uh, they've reported so far that, um, well, that far from being completely squashed in a little puddle in the boots of their flight suit, they've managed to stay conscious and move around their SRV unexpectedly freely. Speculation is rife that this 45G is not a natural phenomenon and that a mad scientist, let's give him a random non-de-guerre of uh, 
Dav might actually have hollowed out the planet and is experimenting with some kind of artificial gravity ray, thus making your ship think that there's 45G as it descends and obviously ruining the calibration of the meter. But um, that's the natural gravity of the planet is closer to 10G. Still high enough gravity to greatly increase poundage, which explains the five-year waiting list for your local branch of Weight Watchers. We'll bring you more news on this mystery as it unfolds, slowly. Commander Boss Lady, known to many as Boss Lady B, friend of Hutton, after all, one of her systems is the location of Trucker's Folly, the retirement home for old and knackered truckers. Anyway, Boss Lady B is no stranger to the odd planetary landing and was witness to a very strange attempt by her ship's AI to come and collect her. <clears throat> the emphasis here is on artificial, not intelligence. Now, it's well known that everyone loves Commander Boss Lady, and this was amply demonstrated as whilst minding her own business, B, as we like to call her, was just waiting patiently in her SRV, expecting a routine touchdown and swift departure from the surface of the snappily entitled Sif A QD S D4 9 A5. In front of a large flat area when her ship decided to go all new puppy on her. Rolling around the floor, jumping up, doing backflips, really a sight to behold. And it's quite funny to watch, as it always is if it's someone else's ship. We see from the footage that B tried desperately to do something with her lovesick craft. She obviously knew it would break its heart if she dismissed it, so instead she appears of to have tried to do the equivalent of a there, there, who's a good boy, Pat, by doing something unfathomable with her energy link, pointing at the ship as if to say, I've got a treat for you. Anyway, all to no avail, her ship, getting more and more overexcited, did the full Mr. Creosote and exploded all over the landscape, leaving the boss lady all alone on the surface of an alien planet, with nothing but a faintly whiffy Artemis suit, the memory of a faint cry of tortured metal, and a feeling of slight embarrassment, mostly from waving an energy link around to no effect. As Boss Lady stared up at the faint glint of starlight reflected from her fleet carrier as it orbited so far above that it might as well be in the next galaxy, Commander Sidewinder 40 gallantly came to the rescue and our heroine has returned to her fleet carrier from where she immediately sent an insurance claim to the Pilots' Federation because, well, it wasn't her fault. It's been a lean time recently for commanders who are adventurous pioneers and like to stretch the boundaries of intrepidness by turning up at a site and just snaffling whatever's lying around. Yes, pilots been, have been complaining that the abandoned station, Dav's Hope, has been, well, abandoned. It seems that the material fairies that spend all their time gathering stuff and then storing it at Dav's Hope, presumably so that they can do something useful with it later on, seem to have got disheartened by finding that their hard work was all for naught, as her hard-earned materials just seem to vanish. 
with nothing but rapidly fading high work signature. Pilots have been up in arms, claiming that free stuff is their basic human right and that it's completely unfair and that they should have to go to more than one place for materials. Don't you know how busy they are? Well, they're in luck. Looking at the work schedule for upcoming changes by the Pilots' Federation, a new entry at number 13. Let's hope they're not... Triskaidophobics. Means that presumably a deal has been struck with so-called collectors to make it worth their while to return to their thankless task. So, next time you're ransacking the fundament of Dav's hope, just spare a thought for the army of invisible helpers that have made the, your stroll through the materials larder possible. And do make sure you tidy up after yourself. Now, dear viewer and listener, we have an article that's been written in dialect. We have removed the Yorkshire accent because of our lack of vocal talent, but please enable subtitles if you find this hard to follow. It's a message from Commander Rampage, and it goes something like this. On Saturday night, a few of us Hutton truckers got together in San 2 for a bit of on-the-ground pew-pew-pwp. My favourite chippy was in danger of changing hands and we can't be avin' that. So, shin-kicking it was. Commander Kristoff the kangaroo hanky was there leaping about. We had a great job of leaping from building to building, swatting the opposition, while Commanders Lithobreaker, Aiden, the original bastard, and me held the line and took the objective objectives. I'm pleased to say that my favourite chippy is still in safe hands thanks to these brave commanders. Unfortunately, while leaving the combat zone, we had a bit of an incident. Commander the original bastard forgot to engage his safety and blew Commander Aiden to bits on the way to his ship. I've heard Nurse Wyeth is putting him back together for even better than before. I mean, you always have a few bits left over after a bit of DIY, right? The Oracle, that is the main central Hutton System State's master control panel, remains a sea of calming blue, um, with one small orange exception. The water filters at Yamazaki Landing in Y08555-0714 are provingly reliably unreliable as usual. Honestly, I don't know why they bother. It looks and tastes the same whether they've filtered it or not. Sort of a pale brown with a plasticky, slightly antiseptic, almost metallic taste. Perhaps they can't get supplies of ferric sulphate due to the hauler shortage. Hmm. However, there is a fleet carry-on station at Yamazaki full of them. All you have to do is ship them and sell them at a daft profit. Anyway, all the other systems are looking good with everyone either happy or elated. I don't know, perhaps some folks are just easily pleased. Three systems are below 40%. Epsilon Indy had a brief pirate incursion during the week, undoing weeks of steady growth and putting it a gnat's crotchet below 40. Trepping on 36 as minor factions in both elections and the Civil War. And you all know the other one. On 34, of course, it's Barnard's basket case. 
The ending of the minor faction squabbling in Narnia saw Hutton put on an impressive 20 points in the week, lifting the system up to 50 and out of the doldrums. The other system to suffer a bit of piracy during the week was Wolf124, but this passed more or less unnoticed. At the top end of the systems league, we only have four systems above 60, but two of these are above 70. Too high, folks, too high. Meanwhile, in Colonia, the High Priest of Hotcol himself, Lord Duke Hanky, asked that truckers help relieve the outbreak in Pytheus by shipping in Mets. Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, boost Hutton, influence in Barnard Star and Trepin. If you want to shoot something, find the bloke who keeps selling those dodgy water purifiers. Dead or alive? In fact, dead is probably easier. Coverage now of events organised by community members for the community, which is us. As usual, links will be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of your YouTube of our YouTube upload. I'd hate to see the paint job on the fleet carrier console as it continues the long, long journey to all 124 waypoints of the Cannon Challenge, and I bet the toilets are in a shocking state. Completely blase about the condition of his carrier, Commander Mephisto has found time in his day, no doubt filled with massages and seven-course tasting menus to bring us this update. And the comfy cannon crews at waypoints 69 through 72, squid mollusks of the Rosium, Punisium, Albulum and Cerulium variety could be added to Commander's Codices. Pokemon the G-Man 14 mined a bit too much at the last mine spot and so got mesmerised by spinning rocks. He woke up nearly a week later with the crews had already resumed calls. Probably a few mugs of Zentauri Megagen and Lavian Brandy might have been involved, but that's pure conjecture. As his cutter wasn't outfitted for jump range and Konsu was already thousands of that years away, he spent the 35 million credits rebuy costs and a few tons of already collected precious, precious tritium for his Remlock ride back on board. Upcoming are days of jumping, making way to Beagle Point with only two waypoints lying in between. The SWS High G Summer Slam Down 3307 Expedition has landed for the last time and its participants are probably grateful for the last minute discovery of a certain KOI 17011 to continue their thrill seeking after their long range high gravity body landing tour. Commander Richard Fluanis M has sent us this farewell message. The expedition has ended. Unfortunately, we didn't lose any more planets from our list, as so many to enjoy the rest. However, on our last expedition day, a new challenge arrived. A 45G planet that we theorised was the amalgamation of the four planets we'd lost made into one. Luckily, we all got the memo early and a force of six of us went to have a look. Now the destination has the names and first football of the High Gravity Summer Slam Expedition. After that, we 
did other small activities like a high G race that FDev not long ago did on stream. And with that, we concluded the expedition. Prizes and money will be given by the end of the week. And based on the photographic contributions, we will probably start updating the map with new IG planets. Thank you all for coming on the expedition. And remember to meet us, meet us in the black next time. The Wild West, oh, sorry, the Wild Wild West has now left Colonia a long way behind, and as these space cowboys press on into the black, Commander Analog Kid has sent these echoes from the void. This week saw us arrive at the Planet of Death system, 600 light years from Colonia. With good timing of the planet's orbit, we gathered on the surface to patiently wait for the planet of death to pass within the exclusion zone of the White Dwarf, making for some epic screenshots and memories. With fleet carrier support, the event was a little less nerve-wracking for all. As a side excursion, also with fleet carrier support, many of our intrepid commanders went to the 11G planet system Lithobreaker to test their metal at landing on the planet with the highest gravity at the time, and many of us did this with great success. As we progress to Waypoint 3 this week and further away from civilization, we are already beginning to enter large areas of uncharted space. Exciting times lie ahead, with new discoveries abound and of course lots of shenanigans amongst our friendly fleet. And lastly this week, and not just because this was hand-delivered by Canon's lackey Paulo Rodriguez, though mostly because of that, it has to be admitted. I've got this note which looks like a cross between a ransom note made from newspapers and a drawing by your kid that's not even good enough for your fridge. But still, we do say we'll include news from anyone. In the inner Orion Spur, about 300 light years from Seoul, Tukane Sector AF-AD714E is a 1000 kilometer radius rocky body with a thin carbon dioxide atmosphere that supports nine different life forms. Worth a modest 2,093,600 credits at Vista Genomics. Canon Interstellar are running a competition to scan all nine species in as short a time as possible. They are offering some used laboratory gear and a worthless coin as prizes. Actually, the prizes are made of real metal and have some scrap value. The fastest time recorded on their website so far is LCU No Fool Like One at 5,338 seconds. But he assures us that he could do it much faster if he didn't have to stop for a poo. Make sure you carefully read the rules before attempting the task, as Canon are bound to weasel out of paying up if you don't follow it to the letter. The competition closes at midnight on the 31st of December. And that's this week's roundup of community-led events. If you want yours to be featured, just email I took part at hottenorbital.com and we'll get in touch. And that was the news. Coming up is the banter section. But don't go away, as after our inane chapter, we have brand new Gownet News Digest. Flossie tells us what's happening in the land of CGs, and the apology officer cues, confuses us with the Hutton Sports Report. It's perfectly and, clear. And we have a special music video for the end of the show. Uh, when you've had time to digest whatever your last meal was. Trust me, you, you'll thank us. 
But first, we talk. Well, that was as seamless as you like. Yeah. Seamless. Yes, we were good. Seamless. Oh, I can let me course it out now. Right. Yes. I don't know who that bloke was. Don't know who that bloke was at the end of the intro. Sleep season little bastard. I didn't like him. Yeah. It's not what you said yesterday. No, stop it. Yeah, right. Did anybody... Oh, God, it was like he was standing right behind me. Oh! All sweaty. Yeah. I kind of like that voice. Yes. Oh, hello. Oh, stop poking me with your finger. That's not my finger, dear boy. Saucy. It's like uh, sort of Jabba the Hutt meets... uh, Yeah. Y'all know that sounds real voice, don't you? Just just Jabba the Hutt, then. Yeah, I I didn't want to say the name of the other one. Jabba the butt. No. <laughs> oh, oh, that with the finger. I was just chewing Jabba the butt. Yes. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Front to you. Oh. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> so Frontier two... Livestream. Did anybody start to watch it? No. No. Yes. No. Well, did anyone tune in? It says in the script. No. Well, neither did yeah. I. No. It's not an old radio. No. So anyway. Yes, I did. Did Did you adjust your cat's whisker? I did. I, did the cat I, enjoy it? The cat was furious. <laughs> leave my uh, <clears throat> cat out of this. Uh, yeah, Tuesday, Super Cruise News. So it's Super Cruise Week. Um, okay. With Zach and Bruce. I've noticed they're looking a bit scruffy, I have to say. Um, really? Well, there's this... It's this working from home thing, isn't it? Where they... Oh, God, they, tell me they had trousers on. It, in the Navy, you either grow a beard... Or you don't. Or you don't. There's no in-between, whereas they have in, sort of a, a bit of a bog brush look going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, but maybe anyway. they were in the process of growing beards but hadn't actually grown beards yet. So I have some sympathy with uh, the speaker when he says, you know, MPs, no sweatpants and, you know... <laughs> anyway, get back on back on topic, back on topic. And apparently half is poorly. We, we, we don't know... Precisely, what's wrong with him? Been a little bit of um, the, I've been no calling him on that. Twitter. He's 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 had um, a sort of involuntary weight loss. Um, oh yes, some Tor- uh, something torrential. he ate. Something he ate. Bit of mm-hmm. torrential. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I did say uh, to him. At least we I know think. what it is you're not full of. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he, he weakly laughed back. Yes. So you, <coughs> you'll be you'll be pleased to hear, uh, at least the plan until Frontier change it, <coughs> is that Odyssey Update 7 will be released next week. Right. But they Ooh. were a bit, a little bit sort of, you know, watch this space or, or that mm. space or, well, anyway, watch a space, you decide which space to watch. And um, yes. the Horizons Update this month as well in September what? for both PC and console, so they haven't Come forgotten on. about it. They've done something for the coin, so well, they've been listening. <laughs> they were obviously listening to the show last week. Well, it well, it, it's, it could or be confusing because it says it's all. bringing into Horizons mm-hmm. some of the quality of life updates. Or whatever that means. Does anybody know what that means? What's quality of life? Is it quality of life are usually the little things, aren't they? When they fix a menu or fix the lighting in your cockpit, or okay. 
and, mm. and make something easier or better. Just small things, not not game changing things, but just nice things. Things that you just go, oh, that's nice. So right. yeah, so prettiness, thing, prettiness, already. probably. Oh, okay. Sometimes mm. prettiness, sometimes convenientnessness, mm. and sometimes <clears> it's just yeah. It's just mm. a thing that works better, or they found a way to make it a wee bit better. Well, or, I'll tell you, know. you what: when it when it drops, because we, you know, we're 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 in the boiling frog territory with Odyssey mm. because there've been so many updates, we kind of forgot what it was like at the beginning. You can tell us what some of these quality of life updates were. Yes, when they well, I'm sure they'll be on the patch notes. Well, they will, but that's... they'll they'll do a separate bit for. I'm sure they'll do a separate bit for mm. Horizons. You know? Yes, yes. So be. that'll probably help out with that as well. <clears throat> I think there'll be you know, there'll be things that are generally kinda of noticeable, but maybe only a week down the line when you you do something you go, That's different. Hmm. You know? So yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be interested to see the patch notes. Hmm. I'm excited for yeah. that. So Rex says they want to add module slots from hundred and twenty to hundred and bookmark limit somewhere there. <laughs> hmm. Do you know when I said quality of life is Interesting. <laughs> I never used that much. Different definition of life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Um, but bookmarks, I, I can clear mine out regularly, so I don't have too many, but I can see how some people would like that. Well, I, um, I, I clear mine out occasionally after I've mashed the keyboard because it won't bookmark something. Yeah. And then I realise I fill them all up, so I have to go and delete a few. I usually fill a few up. If I'm out exploring, I'll fill a few up, and then when I go home, I need to clear them. But if I'm doing a community goal, well, I I'll tend get to about three weeks down the line. Go, oh, bookmark community goals in the source stations. Yeah. And then two or three CGs later, I've still got all the last few. Yes, I do that as well. I do that as well. And um, Put modules... in front so at the top of the list. <laughs> uh, when I was going around the galaxy... as well, I, I tend to just get to a stage and go, why have I got six, uh, get six um, detailed surface scanners? You know, none of them are engineered. None of them are engineered. Let's well, get rid of them. Mm, the better I'm ones sorry. are actually on ships, so you know. Yeah. So get rid of the old ones. Yeah, that's that's what I have to do. But so when I was going around the galaxy, about every thousand light years, because I was doing economical mode, mm -hmm. um, I would kind of go out in roughly, you know, I'd have a, a bookmark that was forty thousand light years out in the distance somewhere, and I would just line up the the gal map and put a bookmark a thousand light years out. So. I still had most of those, so you can kind of a very rough path around the galaxy. So I've been yeah. sort of weeding those out as I find new stuff to bookmark. Uh, anyway, what does it go up to? Is it 200? 120 to 200, yeah. I think it increases uh, to. Anyway, I think they're doubling it, aren't they? So I can have a real load of clutter before I need to get rid of it. Yep. But the going back to the live stream, the... the Beat of it, not, not most of it, because it was probably the, the the middle third was going through the issue tracker that they uh, they highlighted about a month ago, and by the uh, it's not Harry Potter, is it Harry Balzac? Um, by done. the magic vested, done. there you go. A link will appear in the chat to the issue tracker. Anyway, Amelia, what does the next line on the uh, script say? Uh, it's naughty. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Cupid stunts. I read that wrong. That was the name of the Kenny Everett character it was. when he was in drag. No, yes. Only the best possible to take. Yes. Oh, is that, is that what yeah, is That, that what was Cupid Stunt, that was, right. yeah. Right, okay. So Bruce, well, Zach as well, I suppose, is appealing for people doing Cupid Stunts. So elite sports streamers out there. So 
doing silly things like, you know, flying through the mail slot sideways in your Anaconda FA off SLV tricks, even on foot tricks. And they want to do a sort of a compilation of um, people doing silly stunts within the game. Um, and they're going to post on the forum about it, advertising that. And then, See, I, I read that stupid. Well, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we know. The usual one. That's not why we got you to read it, no. Am I allowed to say that other one that, one that we thought Amelia was going to say? Am I allowed to say that? But I would say it in the internet, surely. Let's not risk it. Let's not risk it. So they, um, they also said that the live it's Thursday today, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's the radio show today, isn't it? Yeah, Thursday live stream um, was going to be a bit of a round table on sort of the game narrative lore, if you like. Um, oh, yeah. And I didn't see it because I was doing other things like getting ready for the show and having dinner and stuff, but I'll mm-hmm. probably watch it tomorrow. So they're having a round table with Commanders Malik VR. Um, Psychit and Grinning Crow, I think they were planning to have. don't know if anybody caught any of that before the show. No. I've heard, I've heard the Grinning Crow. Certainly I, had the Malik I did see them, did see them put out the, um, the the call for papers, as it were. Uh, yeah. And a lot of us did put Wotherspoon forward, uh, but Peter felt that maybe his take on the galaxy's law would not actually be um, aligned with, with, with the others. <laughs> <laughs> Damn sight funnier, but, you know... So you remember, you remember before the start of the show when we were just getting ready before we came on in mm-hmm. and we were sort of extracting elbows from each other's armpits mm-hmm. and chins mm-hmm. and um, we were talking about things being very last minute and how people like to work and do things that, you know, they, they like to work yes. under pressure by doing things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, well, I, just after I, you said, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Homework on the bus. Um, I got a message from uh, Lord Darth Hankey himself, uh, three minutes too late. So if you remember the BGS, we said work in Pythia as well. He wants us to work in Tear as well. Oh, it's always Tear. Next week, send it on time. <laughs> it'll, it'll all end in Tear. Oh, <laughs> Starts in Tear, ends get, in Tear. Get one of your clones to send it in on time. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. What's, yes. what, what's that? Oh, somebody's changed the word. Yes, because uh, this, this is the correct one. You say, oh, I looked it up. Who mm. is it? What does that say, Amelia? Ant bear! Do you know what, you know what an ant bear is? It's another yeah, it's... name, another name <laughs> it, for an aardvark. 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 Oh, lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything else before we aardvark ourselves? Uh, no, I, th- I think we can ant bear off. <laughs> well, as they say, aardvark never killed anyone. Really? That's your attitude. Right, it's back to Dyson with death next week. Oh, God. And talking of death-dealing, pirate-scaring, pan-wielding maniacs, it's over to Flossie with the CG News. (laughs) It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie, it's Flossie, and the community goals. Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. 
last week's CGs support neomedical industries on the Onion Head project. It finished just short of Tier 4 with over 21 million units collected. As Tier 3 was reached, neomedical industries will have enough resources to make this medically certified Onion Head gamma strain available at approximately 15% of independent industrial economies as well as 15% of industrial economies in Alliance systems. The Protect deliveries for neomedical industries finished just short of Tier 3 with over 13 billion credits earned. Decals were awarded to all participants who finished in top 75% or higher and onion head paint job also went to top 10% and higher. This week's new CGs. Defend Neomedical Industries from the Kumo Crew or Fight for the Kumo Crew against Neomedical Industries. The Kumo Council has declared war on the Hathis Purple Dynamic Group for the latter's role in supporting neomedical industries. The Pharmaceutical Corporation's recent campaign in the Hathis system enabled the mass production of onion head gamma strain scheduled to be available as a medicinal product from the Alliance and Independent Markets. The drug is currently distributed in a handful of anarchy systems by the Kumo Crew Syndicate. CEO Alwyn Kendrick broadcast a call for help. This terrifying attack by the galaxy's most vicious pirates may pressure investors to withdraw, causing the entire project to collapse. If so, the vital materials that pilots delivered will be wasted. To prevent this, we urgently require support for our corporate partners against these criminals. The Hate This Purple Dynam Dynamic Group intends to ensure the, the scheduled distribution of onion head gamma strain as a medicinal commodity from malign and independent markets. It has offered rewards to pilots who help fend off the pirate assaults. Combat bonds can be delivered to Crippen Port in the Hathis system. As hostilities erupted in the Hathis system, Archon Delane broadcast a message for Neomedical Industries. Did you truly believe you could steal from us and survive unscathed? Now your allies will pay for your greed with their blood! The Kumo Council intends to prevent the scheduled distribution of onion head gamma strain as a medicinal com commodity from alliance and independent markets. Success would keep onion head gamma strain supply limited to anarchy systems selected by the Kumo crew. Pilots supporting this effort can deliver combat bonds to the Mictian megaship in the Hades system. The two factions have set out seven-day campaigns which will end when the top tier is reached by either faction or early on Thursday the 16th of September. To be eligible for rewards you must sign up as an active participant before handing in combat bonds at Crippen Port or the Mictigan Megaship in the Hathis system. And that's it for this week's CG News. Flossie told you what to do 
Thank you, Flossie. Let's hope you've been paying attention to those combat lessons from Alex Zuno so that this (laughs) time next week you'll be richer than a miner with a working pulse wave scanner. Talking of characters willing to explore a rich vein, stop giggling of news, it's time for the dulcet tones of Commander Beetlejude and the dorset tones of Commander Wotherspoon as they bring us this week's Galnet News Digest. Galnet News Digest, 9th of September 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Torval Orbital, reassuringly expensive. Serious treaty to be revived. Act Acts. Torval Orbital, reassuringly expensive. Following its recent win over Recon Construction, the new headquarters of Torval Mustopolis Mining has opened its doors in LTT-198. Situated in a picturesque spot near to a planetary ring, Torval Orbital is a well-appointed Orbis starport, with beautifully manicured lawns and fake lakes, and it wears its imperial origins proudly. Constantia Torval daughter of Senator Zamina, will be managing the day-to-day operation of the new corporation, which has been set up after an unspecified rift between Torval and the Mustopolis dynasty, which is headed up by Mustopolis Mining's CEO, Gabriella Mustopolis. It's not clear whether Senator Torval still holds a majority shareholding in the parent company, but members of the Mustopolis board have made scathing comments about Constantia Torval's business acumen, and CEO Gabriella has accused the new corporation of hijacking her company's name. The Torval dynasty seems to be establishing quite a presence within the empire. In addition to Constantia heading up the new corporation, Zamina's youngest daughter, Petra, has been appointed senator, and her grandson, Titus Torval, is one of the foremost names in the Imperial Internal Security Service. It seems likely that we'll be hearing more about the rift between Torval and Mustopolis in the coming months. Serious Treaty to be Revived Alliance Prime Minister Edmund Mann has claimed that there's still hope for Aegis despite the ongoing investigation. The Tri-Superpower Thargoid Research Organisation is being investigated amid allegations of operational irregularities and ineffectiveness following the loss of its megaship Alexandria on the 3rd of June. Chair of the Board of Inquiry, Paul Bauman, has not ruled out charges of criminal negligence, although there's little clarity about which court would hold jurisdiction over this Tri-Superpower Organisation. Mann proposed a new cooperation agreement at the Galactic Summit in March. This serious treaty would have guaranteed Aegis proper funding, in keeping with Mann's belief that defence against the Thargoids should be humanity's greatest priority. The treaty negotiations were put aside after the Nine Martyrs bombings, but Mann says he's still trying to persuade President Hudson and Emperor Arissa of its importance. Unfortunately for Mann, and for Aegis, Neither the federal nor imperial leader seems particularly interested. 
the affiliated counter-terrorism unit says it has failed to track down bomb maker Theta 7 and warns that more starport bombings are likely. In the wake of the Marlinist civil war, which resulted in the loss of political representation for the NMLA, the new leaders of the Marlinism Reformation Party have given ACT valuable information which has led directly to the arrests of thousands of NMLA activists, the confiscation of hidden assets and the breaking up of dozens of paramilitary cells. The lack of support for the NMLA candidate for the role of Prime Consul, the civil war and the death of former political leader Aaron White have all led to a weakening of the position of the NMLA in the Marlinist colonies. But ACT says it has no idea about where Theta 7 is, and they have no leads under active investigation. Until Theta 7, who is suspected of having personally directed successive waves of starport bombings, is captured, the threat of more terrorist attacks remains very real. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Thank you, Commanders, Beetle, Jude and Wotherspoon. You've done your bit. You can go home now. We'll cover the rest of your shift. You re- no, you really have done enough. No, no, really. Please go. If you thought that was too much information to process and you just wanted a nice dose of unreality to smile inanely at, then the next few minutes should be right up your alley. If I find out who's giggling, over to the sports reports from the Apology of an Officer. This won't last a few minutes. Welcome to the Hutton Sports Report. The Hutton Sports Report is sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free bookcase for you to put all of your lower books into. Now your cockpit is also a study. This week we have the following events. The Remember the story of the pilot who got stuck 11 light years past Isham Breach and was rescued by the Field Rats? Special. The Remember the Commander Jameson story on the logs by his crash ship? Memorial. The Remember the Gold Conda story, Challenge Cup? The Remember that story about the whole Dark Wheel and Raxler thing? Oh, what was that called? Ah, yeah, the Dark Wheel. Sprint. The Remember the story where Jack Station misjumped in Colonia was found in Pro-Am Tournament? And the Remember the night when we listened live to a video where someone was hyperdicted by a Thargoid for the first time? Challenge. So, no turning down the corners, always finish at the end of a chapter, and don't claim that the only Elite Dangerous story is the one that you wrote or will tut at you. The classified results are... Lydia of the Void, 220. Just for clarification, that's 220,000 light years in a week. Janix, 100. Noctavagus, 55. Spida, 38. Bograt, 220. Montgomery Python, 198. Impalamark, 120. Arsoak, 65. Karamba, 211. Goatee, 126. Megaboomtastic, 
657. Assaulted Bastard, 535. Bonnie Rig Rose Athletic, 2. Hill of Beef Hawthorne, 3. Musselburgh Athletic, 1. Canvas Lang Hibernian, 3. George Pantazzi's Rovers, 2. Lee Brandywines, 2. LP245-10 Badgers, 1. Delphi Dolphins, 2. And that's a decal for Spider. Please email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your decal kit, which this week consists of a lovely cup of tea, some nice biscuits and a copy of Fly Fishing by J.R. Hartley. Oh, and a stick on decal. Oh, just one wee single solitary hut and runner this week. Commander JNX got to the orbital in one hour, 23 minutes and 38 seconds. Not a bad time, but Commander Hardy's record of one hour, 22 minutes and 20 seconds remains intact. JNX time puts them in 51st place overall. Have you read all of the elite stories? There's quite a lot of them, isn't there? Has a memory foam in your comfy chair given up and just decided to stay in the shape of your arse? But maybe you need a little break. How about getting out in the um, fresh air a bit and making an impression on the galaxy? How you ask? Well, here's how. Just go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the hunting helper before hanging up your legs and getting into it. Let's face it, anything has to be better than forgetting about the 30 odd years of stories and characters, including, but not limited to your story, that make up the lore of our favourite game. Well, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Thank you, Mia. So there's no Galnet Res Digest this week, as Amelia still has her hangover from last week's sampling of Giza beer. But we've got something of a treat for you. Now, viewers and listeners of a certain age will remember treats. They were not covered in chocolate and a hard, crunchy shell. And this treat is just the same, except the nut is on the outside and the crunch is the last sound you'll hear before sticking knitting needles in your ears. Oh, and there's no chocolate. My megaship brings our going to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can take you and it's free of charge. The gnosis brings the going to the yard. They're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can take you and it's free of I charge. I know you want it. The thing that makes me... What Thargoids go crazy for? They lose their minds The way I wind I think it's time La 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 Warm it up La 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 Thargoids are waiting La 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 Warm it up La 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 the goids are waiting. My megaship brings the goids to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can take you and it's free of charge. The gnosis brings the goids to the yard. They're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can take you and it's free of I charge. See you're on it. You want me to teach thee techniques that freak our goids. It can't be bought, J 
just know Please get caught Watch if you're smart La 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 Warm it up La 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 The guys are waiting La 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 Warm it up La 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 Our guides are waiting. My nigga shit brings our guides to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can take you and it's free of charge. The gnosis brings the guides to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can take you and it's free of charge. Oh, once you get involved, everyone will look this way, so you must maintain your charm. Same time, maintain your halo. Just get the perfect blend. That's what you have within. Then Nick his eye will swing. Then he's picked up your scent. La 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 la. Warm it up. La 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 la. The guides are waiting. La 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 la. Warm it up. La 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 la. The guides are waiting. My mega shit brings our guides to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can take you and it's free of charge. My mega shit brings our guides to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can take you and it's free of charge. Oh, God, no. Uh, I think it's my job to apologize here, but really, there's just no excuse for that kind of behavior. Can we can we do a bit of can I, can we get out of here? Yeah, it's sorry. Uh, I, what do you say? I've got knitted needles in my ears. Isn't that much better it. than the sound you heard before? <laughs> and the worst thing is they're meeting up at the middle. There were, an awful, there were an awful lot of crotch shots in that video as well, no, didn't no, you no, find? That, that was awesome. No, well, I, I think Elsie, you're <laughs> a very short camera person. You know, yes. uh, obviously. Uh, well, that might have been me. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Friends against me. Dead yeah, alive, yeah. yeah, yeah, dead's easy. Yeah, yeah. high test. Yeah. You, you really do have a fixation on that because all it says is wanted. Yeah, <laughs> you the, just uh, want them dead. The chat is complaining that their ears are bleeding. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I love the a, smug look on his bleeding what? Poster. Ears are bleeding too far, to, yeah. too close together, or what? You know, yeah. somebody's somebody's complaining about hearing loss. Mm. No, don't complain about the hearing loss. You want that. <laughs> Somebody's ears are bleeding. Yeah. Mm. I, I Best we call Nurse Wyeth. Yes. She'll soon put a stop to that. Oh, get rid of that picture. That's, there yeah, we go. That's yeah, it's on the key in your neck. Go, it's gone, yes. Well, uh, that was, um, it's different, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah. But if you, we if like you're different. Yeah, if you're listening different to the to podcast, you music. may or may not hear that music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Obviously, that was a copyright piece, but um, we think it's worth it. So if you've been watching the show on video and you've been complaining that there have been adverts dotted in it's because we played that video and it's got copyright music in there that's what youtube will do sorry about that <clears throat> never mind uh, and sometimes it's yes. worth it if you got this far it's definitely worth it <clears throat> yes it? we can assure you that no hunting performers were paid in the pursuit <laughs> of their duties <laughs> <laughs> no i want a sub for no. next week if i did yes yeah. Well, I, I wish I'd known. I'd have put in a 60-minute tape to uh, record the show rather than the usual 90-minute <laughs> yeah. tape. Yeah. <laughs> Are you running low on the old C60s then? Yes. Yeah, there's AD, C AD 120s. Yeah. Is it C60s? C30s, isn't it? No, it's a full-length. No, C60s, yes. And you've got to turn yeah, it over halfway through. So if you had a C120, you wouldn't have had to turn it over. 
Yeah. Yeah, but they're really thin, though, isn't they? Break. And they did. They stretch mm, yeah. the C120. Yeah. And so. you use them in the car, and the car just eats them. Mm-mm. Mm. Oh, who yeah. bought, who ended up buying one of those short-range transmitter things that fit inside a cassette? You know, when you, if you got um, an MP3 player, there were um, cassettes that you could put in. Oh, and it had and, electronics wire in and, you could, and you could have a wire in it. Yeah, it would actually play. It would actually play. Yeah. Um, uh, you you plug your phone in at one end and then the, it would run, turn the wheels and things. Yeah. And throw it into thinking it'd be a cassette and then it would play mm. your MP3 music. Mm. Yeah. So L- LCU no, no Fool Like One says when we get social spaces on mega ships, we can do line dancing on the Gnosis. Yeah. We covered social space on mega ships last week. Yes, it's all to do with the uh, appalling whatever it was, appalling glass or something. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote it and I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's been blown out of my brain with those last three minutes. <laughs> yeah, and Goose has put WTF. I wouldn't see what that means. Where what was that? I could actually feel brain cells dying. Yes. <laughs> And Commander Ventura's calling out fucking old thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh and, 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 and I just got a message from uh, Ventura that he's got one of those cassette things. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's lucky you've got electricity in the, your part of the world, it mate. It was uh, <laughs> abysmal, abysmal oh, brand. Thank you, thank class. you. Abysmal brand. That was it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't know why I, I didn't think of abysmal just now. It should have really shot to my brain. Mm. We've gone a minute. We've gone a minute past. Well, I know, We've but you remember C60 now. But you remember on a on a C90, you always got a little bit more, didn't you? It was always like, oh, I suppose, yeah, like ninety one and a half or ninety two. Yeah, yeah, you always had a, a bit of tape for an extra half. You needed song. that when you were recording stuff off the radio, didn't you? By holding the microphone up up to the speaker of the radio. Oh, wasn't you your mother chat radio? You mean the wireless? <laughs> I soldered my own. Yeah, I bet you did. Jack plug soldered on what to what? God, it was a really weird fat plug, about a half inch plug with like eight pins on it. God knows what it was. You should see the doctor about that, mate. You need you really need the doctor. Yeah, that's not normal. Uh, A fat half inch plug with eight bits on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was it trial and error? Mm. I bet it was. Wasn't. Shall we cut the green wire or the red wire? It wasn't like one of those films. Hello, right. listener. Welcome to all our yesterdays. <laughs> so, um, just just um, like to point out the private communication channel from Norman, Commander yes. Ventura. Have you seen it? It's no, <laughs> just like a big list of Ardvark. No, no, he's no, seen a five-pin din. No, there was an eight-pin din. There was a there was, was an eight-pin din. There was after the right. five-pin din. This is this is I'm calling out stereo. Part, if talk, probably stereo. If we're arguing about five-pin dins and eight-pin dins, microphones is eight-pin. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that we've stretched it out long enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd like, and the show. <laughs> I'd like to order the chicken eight-pin din, please. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, the important thing is that this show may not be as long as some of them, but it means you can do something else with the rest of your evening. So it's not it's all in t- a total loss. Yeah, you can uh, go to the you can go to the Canon uh, YouTube channel and watch that video again, and listen to the well, what people are calling music again. Bonus. Yeah, party bonus. Yeah, that, that, now that's not what I call music. Uh, <laughs> but you, you wonder how many were up to in the show music as well. Do you remember about five yeah, minutes in, ago we all yeah. shouted? Year thirty-three oh seven. Yeah. Many, they'd be like, now that's what I call music. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? <laughs>